The Reverend Duncan Makara, written and read by David White. The Reverend Duncan Makara was a historical figure who was a minister of the Church of Fortingall from 1754 to 1804, with his parish encompassing Glenlyon, Kinloch and making it one of the largest parishes in Scotland at the time. He was laid to rest in 1804 under the famous ancient Fortingall U. Local legend has it that Pontius Pilate was born in the shade of the tree and played there as a child. It's also said that the U is home to a gilly doo who protects the ancient tree. In truth, it is one of the oldest trees in Britain and is believed by some to date back 5,000 years, making it a very historical location as well as one surrounded by myth and legend. During his time as a minister, the Reverend Duncan Macara helped restore peace, piety and education to the region that had just been racked by a series of Stuart uprisings, culminating in the Jacobite uprising of 1745. With many clans situated within the parish, and in particular around Kinloch Rannoch, having been actively involved in the rebellion and now facing severe sanctions at the hands of the government troops, the Reverend Duncan Macara had the difficult task, as a major figurehead in the community, of bringing law and order to the notoriously wild people of the Braes. And, as if that wasn't enough, there's also a little lore about the Reverend. One of these tales goes as follows. When Duncan Macara was but a young man, he travelled through the Brackwood near Fortingall in order to place a wood order for his father. But, unfortunately, his journey, he was interrupted by a band of bandits. One particular large one shouted out to Duncan, Stop here! Turn out your pockets and show me what's in your bag. Now, Duncan had some small coins as a deposit for the wood order, but not much else on him. He was a, a young man and didn't have much on his own. Well, that's no very good, croaked the bandit chief, seeing the poor amount that Duncan was carrying. But I suppose I'll have to do him. Duncan was looking quite nervous as the bandits were well armed with spears and knives and one even bore a sword. We'll let you go your life if you give us your shoes as well. The bandit chief staring down at the rather nice pair of well cobbled shoes that Duncan was wearing. While his family weren't particularly rich they knew the value of a good pair of boots especially when trudging through the blackwood. Duncan, seeing not much else choice, handed over his boots and fled home barefoot. As they returned home, he was quite upset at the loss of his shoes and, and the money too, and was a bit worried about what his dad might say. And rightly so, he entered the cottage, and upon his dad seeing him coming through the doorway, glanced down at his feet, seeing him without any shoes. Son, where are your shoes? He scolded him. Duncan, traumatised from his encounter with the bandits and now scared of what his dad might do, turned to his father and said, Sorry, Dad. I was set upon by bandits. They've taken the money I had for the deposit. I didn't manage to get to the wood mill. And and they've taken my shoes. Now, his dad uh, held up the front of being reasonably frustrated at his son for losing his shoes, but 
understood that when coming across these bandits, you were very lucky to leave with your life, and so did forgive him. Several years passed, and Duncan had been appointed as a reverend of the church at Fortingall, and he set off on one of his many trips to the various villages in the large parish. The trip from Fortingall to Kinlochranach forced him to travel through the Blackwood, and on one particular misty and damp day, he once again, as he had been many years before, was set upon by a band of bandits. They tied him up and put a blindfold over his face and led him deep into the wood. Now, Duncan was quite scared about what might happen here. He'd survived once before, but he, he wasn't so sure. And he thought he recognised one of the voices that they were discussing with the other bandits. Now, Duncan had gained a bit more confidence since then. He was no longer a small boy who worked for his father, hewing wood, but was now a man of God. And so he spoke out to the bandits. What do you wish of me? I was on my way to Kinlochranach to do my service there, and you've led me astray. The bandits chuckled slightly, but uh, were a little bit more timid than they were the last time, clearly now faced by a a strong and well-known man. We mean you no harm, Minister. We've had a new baby in the group, and we wish you to baptise him. Duncan was slightly taken aback, and slightly surprised that they wished him to baptise the child, for in baptising the child they would be agreeing to bring him up in a way that was befitting of the religion, in a Christian values. And, um... That wasn't typically the bandit's way of life. But Duncan, believing it was right for children to be baptised, to have the ability to track their own course and to get into heaven, decided reluctantly that he would baptise this child. Yes, I'll baptise your child. Bring the child to me now and we'll proceed. Thank you, Minister, said the chieftain his voice becoming increasingly more recognisable. Duncan at that point realised that this may well be the bandit chief he'd encountered as a youth, and once his blindfold was removed and him presented with the newborn child, he recognised the face behind the child, now a bit older, but clearly him. It was the chief who'd stolen his shoes. But Duncan ignored that for the time being and took up the child asking who were to be its godparents, the bandit chief coming forward, and one of the others, clearly his wife, also coming forward. They said they would be the godparents of the child. Duncan asked them if they would both raise the child in good Christian values. Now these two bandits slightly glanced at each other in a timid but slightly mocking way almost, and, and both confirmed that they would do that. Duncan, knowing that was far from the truth, thought he would use this opportunity to have the bandit chief commit penance for the actions he had done many years ago. Now, it's not known what Duncan actually said to the bandit chief, but it must have been some threat to bring down the wrath of God upon him, for he was shaking in his ill-gotten boots, 
from what Duncan had said to him. Getting down onto his knees, the bank the chief asked, Please, what what can I do to free myself of this? How can I gain penance and not suffer such ill fates as you threatened? Now, um, Duncan was a, a reasonable man, said, Well, there is a way to do penance. You must come to my church at Fortingall every Sunday for 26 weeks. At that point you'll have done your penance. To Fortingall? That's 20-odd miles from here. The Reverend looking slightly cheekily at the bandit chief. Well, you'll have some good shoes to do it in then. At that point, the bandit chief recognised who this reverend was, and seeing he'd been defeated well and truly, agreed, and did his penance as he'd been told. The end. Thank you for listening to the Folklore Scotland podcast. We'll be back every week with more folkloric content from stories to analysis. The podcast is brought to you by Folklore Scotland, the charity that aims to make Scottish folklore accessible using digital platforms, telling the tales of the past with the technology of today. If you'd like to become a voluntary contributor or would like to get in touch, pop us an email at info at folklorescotland.com and you can find all of our social media as well as a list of sources in the show notes below. The charity also now has a Ko-fi page which you can find in the show notes if you would like to help us continue the work that we do. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.